Chronic Pain Diet Book by Neville Shawn. Introduction. Chronic pain affects more than 8.5 million people in the UK. It costs the economy £18 billion a year in lost working days. An estimated 30% of the population, up to 70 million, also suffer in the USA, where it is said to be the most costly health problem. Yet, according to one study, two out of three percent with chronic pain say that their medication is not adequate, and 96% of general practitioners believe there is significant room for improvement in treatment. Another survey found that between one-half and two-thirds of people with chronic pain are less able or unable to exercise, enjoy normal sleep, perform household chores, attend social activities, drive a car, or walk. One quarter of them experience broken or strained relationships with family and friends. When you consider that we have an ageing population, these figures become alarming. As you might expect, the numbers of people with chronic pain increase with age, and almost 25% of those aged over 65 suffer from this type of pain. It seems rather sad that, at a time when people are living so much longer, the only thing they can look forward to is a life limited by pain and suffering. Neck pain, back pain, arthritis, allergies and depression are listed as the top five chronic health problems. This book results from 15 years' experience and research into the link between food sensitivities and chronic pain. It looks at how eating certain foods may result in inflammation, water retention and swelling, fatigue, muscle weakness and being overweight, and can aggravate chronic pain. It suggests a combination of foods that not only reduce the pain, but lead to an unparalleled level of health and activity. In my book, Coping Successfully with Pain, I highlighted my own experience of breaking out of the prison of pain, depression, immobility and isolation, and I attempted to guide the reader to discover ways of coming to terms with chronic pain, to cope with the emotional and social consequences, and to make lifestyle changes, building on a program of exercise and relaxation that makes it possible to lead a full and active life. In the third edition of that book, there is a chapter on the relationship between food and pain. This new book carries on where that left off. This is a highly personalised account, showing how difficult it can be to lead a full and active life when one is coping not only with pain, but with many food sensitivities that in their turn aggravate the pain, causing inflammation, retention of water, swelling, fatigue and muscle weakness which at one time caused me to revert to immobility and to need to use a wheelchair. It took a long time to understand the process, because initially all the difficulties were thought to be associated with the original chronic pain problem. Drugs were out of the question because of my intolerance to the usual painkillers and anti-inflammatory agents. The chance reading of a book in Canada led my wife and me to investigate the possible involvement of food in the problem. Eventually, with help, we were able to identify the foods that were more likely to trigger the symptoms and eventually we arrived at a combination of foods that not only reduced the pain but also led to a level of health and activity that I had not experienced in 30 years. The concept of food sensitivity is important. Many illnesses, in particular arthritis, multiple sclerosis, MS, migraine and other conditions characterized by inflammation are thought to be closely related to food sensitivity. 
It is possible to go on for many years, perhaps almost a lifetime, unaware that even your favourite food or drink can cause such unpleasant problems. No symptoms may occur until some stressful event or period in your life poses a severe challenge. This is an important subject that I shall develop at some length, because it is my belief that chronic illness and pain, stress and the food we eat, are inextricably linked. And unless this is understood and changes are made, the person with chronic pain or illness can be precipitated into a downward spiral and give up altogether. Food is an emotional subject and often has deep meaning to families, particularly where a mother expresses her love of the family through the meals she so lovingly prepares. The society we live in plays a big part in determining what we eat, how it is prepared, and how and when we eat it. These things make it difficult to cope with foods.